Welcome to episode two of the Ultra Ordinary Running Podcast. We are ordinary runners embarking on a journey to our first 100-mile ultra marathon at Havelina 100 in October 2016. I'm Christina and always joined by the incomparable and amazing women, Melissa and Angela. Hi, ladies. Hello. So as of today's recording, we have about 315 days, give or take, until race day. How are you feeling about that? It's going to be great. Aww. It's going to go fast. It's, it's going to go very fast. It's flying by. It is. But oh. that's all right. That's all right. It'll, it's going to get here. So It will. It will. Well, today we have a fun-filled episode scheduled, uh, but first I just wanted to start out by saying thank you to all who have listened to our first episode and commented either on the website or via Twitter and are following us. It's, It's very much appreciated. So if you're listening to us, it's either through a couple of ways you're listening through our website, ultraordinary.run, and or on iTunes. Yay, we're on iTunes. Yay. Yay. So you can search for us as Ultra Ordinary, either as one word or two words, because we still show up on either. So please subscribe. And, uh, you know, you don't want to miss out on any of our exciting upcoming episodes. And also, please write a review and or comment about our show, because that really helps us out. This is a brand new project for all of us that we're, you know, in- very all excited about. Um, it literally started with an idea Melissa had, and you know she is the brainchild of this project. In fact, the entire origins of how this podcast came about can be found on Melissa's blog, clothmother.com. Um, I know most most likely Angela and I will have something similar, but you know Melissa got a head start on it and did an excellent write up of it this past week. Um, but she and her husband, Rob really helped out with this project, get off the ground. And Melissa, do you just want to just briefly touch on, you know, the main reason why we started this podcast? Sure. Um, you know, this is, it's on my blog, so you can take a look at it there too. Um, but you know, I really like listening to ultra running podcasts while I run. Um, but more and more I was thinking, that I wish there was a different podcast that had somebody on it more like me, just like an ordinary person who has to plan their training and racing around family and work and everything. And I know a lot of elites do that too, but I just feel like I finish in the middle of the pack. It's probably a little bit different for for me. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, hey, I'm a person like me. Why don't I do it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I thought of this Just like you? Yeah, I, I was out for a run thinking of this. I'd, I'd gone through all my podcasts. I didn't have any left in the queue. And when I came home, I texted both of you two, said, hey, what if we started a podcast? And then I deleted it because I was like, oh, they're not going to want to do that. They don't have time. This is a little bit crazy. But I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and then uh, finally sent you the message. And just instantly, you guys were on board. And it really took off from there. I mean, it was kind of the end of November when we started talking about this. And this is only, you know, less than a month later. And here we are. (laughs) Yep. November 23rd is when I got that message. (laughs) Saved it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I printed it out and framed it on my wall. (laughs) Use it for evidence later. Exactly. And Angela, real quick. um, So uh, what is this about you registering for the lovely sounding 
Sufferfest. Well, it, <laughs> Explain what this is not, exactly. Well, it's not exactly race. It's run by this group called, um, um, and I keep messing it up, it's Human Potential. Um, and it's a group, and they don't, if they don't have necessarily races, I think some of them maybe are technically races, but this Sufferfest is in Fruta. And they, it's the first year they've done it. Um, in this area. So, of course, when I got onto the ever popular and addictive ultra sign up website, it popped right up and it's the beginning of March and it's a two day. It's basically like a community run is how it's set up. So there's no start line. I mean, there's a start and a finish line, but there's, you know, there's no chip timing. There's no medals. There's no t-shirts. There's no swag bag. There's nothing like that. It's everybody gets together. You need to bring everything out that you need to support yourself. I think there will be people out along the course with water. I don't know if they'll have anything else at these minimal aid stations. Um, I'll have to do a little bit of checking into that. But um, the first, it's a two day event. The first day is 31 miles and the second day is 35 miles, I believe. And I don't know that I'll probably be prepared to run those distances um, by the time it rolls around. But there's you there's certain points where you can turn around where you can stop. And so I thought well, it'll be a perfect time to go do some long trail runs back to back and have other people around. They're also trail runners and ultra runners and they're encouraging camping the night uh, after the first run. And um, of course, I'll see how I feel about that when my bed will be so close. I don't know how I'll feel about camping out <laughs> if I know that I can just drive home and get in my own bed. But I um, I needed to take a step this week to move myself forward because I'm in a bit of a slump. I'm in an off-training slump, and I needed to do something to commit myself to something. So I committed myself to Sufferfest. <laughs> It's a pretty big step. <laughs> it sounds Which a little bit, yeah, it sounds a little bit like um, in Desert Runners, right? Is it those, like the four where they carry all of their gear, but yeah, they have they little. Have, yeah. So yeah, I'll have my own, you know, I'll have my pack. I use an orange mud pack. And um, so I'll have my snacks in there and, and I'll have water and electrolytes and I, you know, I'll probably have to put some powder in there so I can mix them up at the station and, and I'll have to see that's, uh, let's see, it's eight, nine, I don't know, nine or 10 weeks away. So if I get my button gear and um, start training, we'll see how, how much I can run on each of those two days. But I, I nice. think it'll be a good test for me to do a couple of long days on the trail back to back. Nice. Yeah, that nice. sounds nice sounds because it's, it takes the pressure off a little bit. It's not like, oh my gosh, I've just signed up for a race that I have to try to run right. really fast. It's like, mm. oh, I've signed up for a trail run with a bunch of new friends <laughs> that I'm going to meet. Right. Right. And really what I signed up for is a membership into their, um, into human potential. And so by signing up, you can go to certain of their events and it doesn't cost you anything to go to these certain events because it's not a race. They're very adamant that some of these things are not races. There's not permits involved. There's not, you know, 
anything like that. It's a, it's, it's like a group run. Mm -hmm. So I signed up for membership and what that allows me to do is participate. They have a bunch of different races over the course of the winter and the spring. Some of them are snowshoe races. There's quite a few that are actually on the Eastern slope, which is Denver, Boulder, whatnot. And so there's not a whole lot on my side of the mountain, uh, but the one in, in March is so. I'll at least definitely get that one in. So, and maybe I'll meet some, you know, um, some inspiring people that can encourage me and help me out and give me yeah. some good advice. Yeah, and maybe yeah. people who are doing javelina as well. You think? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there could be. Yeah. Which, which, speaking of which, um, something exciting that both of you had this week was that you both had retweets by, right? From, from Havelina. I think um, so. Yeah, I think, I think so. I know that our, um, our Twitter account did, um, our ultra ordinary they, Twitter account did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I keep tagging them in everything. I, I figure at some point they'll notice that we've, you know, we're three, women that are going to run their race and they're going to know who we are when we show up to the start line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm re I'm personally retweetless. Are you, wait, did, I thought they re I thought they re retweeted you, Angela, didn't they? They might have. I thought they did. They might have. Yeah. I think I'm going to start tagging them as well. Like in every tweet. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to the store, Havelina Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> See you in 315 days. <laughs> yeah. And coffee, Havelina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be annoying at all. Maybe we should wait until after we register because they might ban us from registering That's if true. we annoy them too let's, much. Let's try not yeah. to be too annoying. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's keep that on the down low. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So uh, something, I guess, kind of exciting that I had, um, it was certainly something kind of funny, was that um, I had entered the Win a Date with Billy Yang contest. Have you heard about this? <laughs> I have. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. And when I told uh, a friend of mine uh, that I did this, and he was like, why would you do that? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. Why not? It's Billy Yang. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so if, if people aren't familiar with it or, or don't know anything about this, um, I had listened to um, another wonderful podcast, Trail Runner Nation, which is extremely popular. And um, it had Jimmy Dean Freeman on it. And he's a, you know, a local, I will say running, uh, you know, he probably wouldn't want this running God local, but um, he does massive amount of, of ultra marathons, um, hundred milers. And so he was on this, on this episode talking about Western States. And it was uh, a few weeks ago because they had the lottery for it about not, you know, reasons why you don't want to get picked for this Western States. But in that segment, they started to joke about, um, uh, winning a date with with Billy Yang, and you know Billy is a phenomenal filmmaker. He makes these really great, um, uh, you know, videos, films. You know, he had the one on um, Sally McRae. Um, it was awesome. It was oh amazing. I think I I don't know how many times I watched that. I mean, a dozen times. It's great. Yeah. Um, so it was. I think it started out as a just a 
plain like joke, you know, but it became like a serious joke. And, <laughs> and honestly, I just thought it was hilarious because Jimmy Dean Freeman would be posting these, um, you know, the pictures of him and winning these, this contest. I thought, you know, I went ahead and threw my name in the hat. I don't know what propelled me to do this, to be honest. It was just a funny thing. And so we were told, um, to submit our name, but we had to pick a code name. So, you know, either you had to pick one or, and, or they were going to assign one to you. So I decided to pick Pepper Potts. So, and if you don't, do you know Pepper Potts? So Pepper Potts is the character name of Gwyneth Paltrow in Iron Man. Oh, okay. And I, I picked it because I thought it was kind of funny. It's a funny name, but also I look nothing, absolutely nothing. Thing like Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> or Pepper Potts. <laughs> so I thought, well, if this person's maybe thinking that I look up, you know, that's completely wrong. So in the first round, I filled out this questionnaire. And uh, and based on that questionnaire, um, I think it was going to get whittled down from like 24 contestants down to 14. So I submitted my numbers and then, I mean, my answers, and then I got the uh, results back was that I got picked for the second round. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I was like, wow, I really didn't think I was going to get, you know, through the first one, but I got picked down, to, you got, you got picked through the second round. So from that second round, so it turned out to be like 14 people. So those 14 people were going to a panel of judges and they were like married, you know, married, uh, um, friends of, uh, good friends of, of Billy's. So they were going to narrow down the list to about four. They actually did it about, I think five, five people. I am sad to announce that I did not advance to the final four round. Oh, oh. man. So close. I, so close. I know. I know. So that's why I'm talking about it because those final four people or final five people, I think it's final. It's this final four, but I think there's five people on there. They're all going to be on the Trail Runner Nation podcast like this week. Wow. I think Monday. Yeah. Monday night. So from there, Billy is going to choose his wife. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't see the rest of the list that was whittled down by friends of his. He's only seeing the final cut. Oh. He saw, no, he picked the 14. Oh, okay. So he picked the, okay. yeah, based on compatibility with the answers that he selected and the answers that we, we chose. Oh. It was like a multiple choice questionnaire. So he would, um, he had like numbers assigned, um, like, oh, if you picked this answer, I gave this, this answer a five, but if you didn't pick this answer, you know, you get like a one. So there's like a, a point scale system. Wow. That sounds complicated. It. Yeah, it, it was pretty, it was pretty detailed. I mean, I got to give them like many kudos to this, that it was very, very well organized. Um, so, uh, yeah, I did not get, I did not get picked, but you know, I shouldn't be too surprised. Um, fairly recently I had liked a comment or a, a, a tweet from Billy on Twitter and I didn't get any response. Uh, I didn't get a little like or anything. So it, it might have been a sign of things to come. I don't know. So it's okay. He's probably, you know, I will survive. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But he commented to somebody else on that same thread. But it's okay. It's okay. You move know. on. Move on. You know, you're going to be too busy for dating. Yeah. 
Right. Exactly. No, it was really fun though. It's really funny. So, so definitely I will, I will plug this because I thought, I thought it was actually really funny. So if you, you know, are interested, you know, listen to that and we can find out what happens because this date's going to happen at some point next year. So, um, okay. So that's, that's that, um, that's over. Now the holidays are indeed here. So we're going to go into more fun things. Um, so, and they have been here for a for a few weeks and, you know, happy holidays to everybody. Uh, let's see. So right now training can be pretty challenging during this time. Um, you know, we have get togethers and holiday parties, you know, with family and friends and, and star Wars, which is out. So <laughs> we at ultra running ordinary, well, I said ultra ordinary running, excuse me, ultra ordinary running. <laughs> I'm still stuck on this Billy thing. To, <laughs> we wanted to come up with ideas and tips that will help us and, you know, you to or other people to get through, you know, at least the next couple of weeks. So um, not sure what's going to happen after the new year, but at least we got you covered for the next couple of weeks. So we're going to start with Angela for tip number one. Uh, Angela, what do you what do you have? Well, my biggest thing for getting through the holidays or getting any training done is I have to have a planned training schedule, which I currently do not have. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I like to have it printed out. I, I've looked at a lot of them. Um, but for me, I like to have it printed out and I like to know what it is exactly that I'm going to do. And so it's like, once I print out my schedule, it, it becomes like law in the house it's set out for everyone to see everyone knows what I'm doing I've you know I've got a husband and a daughter at home and so they know you know they know what I'm doing as well but I think if I have uh, um, if I have that training schedule set out or you you know and maybe if you're just doing it a week at a time I have a, a girlfriend at work and she sets her training up a week at a time and but then you at least know what you're going to do and i think having that written out or put on excel or however you do it i think probably um, increases your chances of actually getting it done yeah so do you mean um do you mean uh schedule in terms of oh i should run on tuesday wednesday friday or like that yeah, okay. like I want to know what day I'm running and how far or what kind of training I'm doing. So if I've got a speed work plan, then, mm-hmm. which is funny because in, in other areas of my, most areas, we'll just go with most areas of my life. I don't feel like I'm very organized at all, mm-hmm. but yet when I'm training, I really, I really have to have that box to check off. I like to know that on Tuesday I'm scheduled yes. to run four easy miles. And on Wednesday, I'm scheduled to do a one mile warm up and four hill repeats and then a one mile cool down. And on, you know, Uh I like to know exactly what it is that I'm going to run. And then when Saturday rolls around, I like to know, okay, you're up for a 12 mile run this weekend. And, and then I, it just mentally, that's the only thing that if I don't have one of those schedules, I just will Mm. I'll easy run it most of the time, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or I won't run. Right. I really like to have it, have it detailed out that much. Nice. Because then you plan the rest of your day around that run as opposed to, yeah, you plan Mm -hmm. everything else and then the run 
gets kind of forgotten. Mm-hmm. You plan the run first and then, right. then do schedule the rest of the stuff around it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And for me, mentally, if I know that's what I'm going to do, then that's that's what I do. Like if I know that I have a four mile easy run, by the time it, I'm at three and a half miles, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to be done at four miles. And and it's, it's so much mental for me. If I know that I've got, you know, whatever, this last week I did just like a speed workout and I had... I warmed up for about half and I just set it up in my head ahead of time. You're going to warm up for half a mile. I want two good solid miles and then a half mile cool down. It was like self coaching. And, and so that's what I did. I went out and I ran and, and for me mentally, if I know what I'm going to do, then my head's in the Mm -hmm. game and that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I'm not good at winging it. (laughs) Good. Very nice. Very when it nice. comes to training, when it comes to, comes to everything else, I seem to just fly by the seat of my pants. But for training, I just do best if I have it written out. So, okay. well, Very I have good. a Very. similar tip. I don't know. Are we moving on? Or are we still? Yeah. Because yeah. no, yeah, go for it. My tip is actually plan ahead, but be flexible. Because for mm-hmm. us, yes. the holidays often involve traveling. We live far away from our families, mm-hmm. so. When you're involving other people and you're at their house, it's sometimes kind of hard to plan. You don't know when dinner is going to be planned and when presents are going to be opened and things like that. So it's kind of hard, you know, to figure out what everyone is doing. So I think I'm actually, I plan ahead in everything in my life and I'm organized in many things in my life except running. I'm the opposite of you, Angela. Like mm-hmm. running is where is anything awesome. goes. And I like I don't even have a training plan. I used to use training plans when I ran marathons. When I started running ultras, I was just like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so for this, you know, plan ahead, but be flexible. And in my case, this involves traveling. So it may also involve checking out Google Maps, like look at where your in-law's house is and where can you run from their house? Is it a busy four-lane road with lots of businesses and no sidewalks? Like maybe, you know, you're going right. to have to to figure that out. And also like planning a certain time to run might be hard if you've got a big group of people there. So you might kind of have to take it as you can get. Like I've sometimes done runs when everybody's watching football my kid is playing with his cousins and grandparents. Okay, now's my time. I'm going to step out and go run. And it's often not ideal. Like maybe you're still full from dinner or maybe it's dark out and you're like, is this the super safest thing to do? But, you know, they have to weigh it with, is that, um, is it more important for me to go on this run or not? And then make your decision. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my plan ahead, but be flexible tip. Very nice. I, Flexibility I, is key. I agree. You I, have to be flexible. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I actually uh, thought of running early. I know there's a lot of people who are not morning runners. Mm-hmm. I am certainly more of a, run, a morning runner because if I don't get it out of the way, right, first thing, um, I'll put it off until the end. And there's a lot of people who are very um, – you know, disciplined in that. Um, but I'm not one of those people. I will make up a million excuses at the end of the day. And so running early helps me avoid that. 
wake up as, as hard as that is, because there are some days and it's cold and it's dark and the bed is so cozy and it's, it's really difficult to pry yourself from it, that if you get it out of the way first thing, you make room for everything else. So there's no chance that something will, will pop in your day that kind of derails plans for an evening run. Yeah. So I would say, you know, run early, get it out of the way. And as difficult as that is so that, um, you know, you check it off your list and, and, you know, get to that holiday party or, you know, do what you need to do. Yeah. I agree. Uh, One of my tips I wrote down was just train first. Mm -hmm. So if, if you, whatever it is you're going to do, like we went to a concert, um, in the middle of the week this last week and, and so I got home and I knew I needed to go run. And so I didn't. And so this kind of maybe meld with one of my other tips was and and kind of mixes in actually with the flexibility thing is maybe if you can't. So train first. So my thing first was, OK, we're going to go to this concert. I know I'm going to be up late and may end up, you know, I'm going to be up late. I'm not going to get up the next morning. So train first before the concert. So I did that and went out for a run before the event and then came back, got cleaned up and went to the event. But the other thing was that I knew my other tip I wrote down was maybe you you run shorter, but do it harder. So that was actually the night that I did my little two mile, like maybe like a two mile tempo run. I had a half mile and then two miles and then a half mile cool down, but I ran hard for me for those two miles. So in this time where it's very busy and, and our, you know, many things are demanding our time. I mean, push yourself a little harder, do the hill workouts or do the, the speed work where you don't necessarily have to take as much of your time, but you're still working hard. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Melissa, do you have another tip? I do. I have another tip and that is both rest and cross training are okay. Like, okay, so you can plan ahead, you can plan to run, but think about it. Like, do you really need to run? Um, realistically, we're talking about a week here, right? Or maybe two weeks out of your entire year. And that isn't really a ton of time. So I know for myself, I tend to get run down and get injured and really some rest time is a very important component of training. So, you know, maybe it's okay if you don't run for a week or if you only run once or twice, kind of at a reduced capacity, you have to kind of think, are you really going to lose that much fitness and how much more beneficial might it be to you if you sort of time it so that the holidays come Mm -hmm. at a natural rest break and also going along with this, you know, maybe like, what if you do something else besides running last Last Christmas, um, we stayed here and we went to Rocky Mountain National Park and did some snowshoeing and sledding. So I wasn't running as much, but I was still doing something else. And I think, you know, that kind of helped reset me or re-energize me to do just some cross training during that time. So I guess, you know, maybe you don't mm-hmm. have to run. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just something. Yeah. Well, and there's plenty to do, and we all know there's plenty of core and cross-training things that we need to do more of. So So it's actually nice to hear you say that, Melissa, because I've had um, this Christmas has been kind of hard for me, and 
And so I've been just sort of in a slump and I've gone out and done some running, but not not as much as I would like to be. So it is, mm. it's kind of nice to hear, you know what, it's okay to rest. You know, I know that, yeah. I, and I guess I think, you know what, I have, what, 315 days, you know, so if it's, I'm going to have plenty of time during that 315 days that I'm going to be working really hard. And it's okay if I take some time right now to, you know, rest and maybe just go walking instead of running or doing some stuff in the living room with the weights or, you know, whatever it is you have available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know I tend to get, like, I can, I can tell with myself after the bear chase 50 in the fall, I just felt like I needed a rest. And so I was, Mm -hmm. I was kind of injured after that, but I didn't freak out about it. Cause I was like, you know what, this is okay. I can walk, I can hike, I can bike. I can just like, sit down for a while and not worry about yeah. it. And that was actually kind of nice. I mean, the injury persisted enough that that stopped being so nice, but eventually I sure. kind of got that under control, but I felt like I really needed that. And I think it's important to listen to your body and to listen to what's going on mm-hmm. in your mind. And if you do need to dial it back, I think that's okay. I think we might mm-hmm. all need that sometimes. I think that's important because I know for myself when I you know, have an event and go right into another event like immediately sometimes I go through this burnout yeah and it's nice to have an event and I'm like you know what after that I'm just going to take it easy for a little bit you know recharge the battery get back some motivation you know and then get back out there um but I think it's really smart that we do that because our bodies break down so much yeah yeah and it's good to just rebuild that back up I read Absolutely. something and I don't I don't know if it came out of runner's world or competitor. I don't know who, who put it out. I guess I should find out, but they talked about not, you're not going to spend all year in training mode. I'm not, you know, if I look back over the past 12 months, I'm not at my peak of fitness today. And, you know, I'm not at my, at the same weight that I was, you know, I've gained, you know, whatever, five or seven pounds. And I, my fitness is not where it was, but the article was saying you can't, your body's not designed to be in that mm-hmm. prime stage of fitness all year round. You have to let it go and you have to have that rest time and that off time and, and let your body rebuild. And, and I guess for me, I keep thinking, you know, I, I, I kind of waited long enough in my life to get into this and I don't need myself breaking down early in the game. You know, I want to be that 80 year old that's still out, you know, running some crazy long distance race and maybe it's taking her twice as long, but you know, I want to be in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And if I just drive, 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 and I break myself down, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna make it. I've got to be kind to myself and be kind to my body and let it rest and let it, you know, if I'm nice to it, it's going to be nice to me come race day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very nice. Well, one tip I could offer because it is, you know, the holiday season and we tend to, you know, be so busy and this is a time for, you know, family and get togethers that I would suggest enlisting a friend or family to join in your training. Like either for if it's a run or a hike or just a walk is to enlist somebody because 
you bring somebody in it's sort of like, okay, I need to get out the door, even if it's in the evening or whenever on the weekend that it helps like, oh, well, we did a couple of miles. I'm still training and it helps to connect with that, you know, with that person as well. You spend some time during the season, um, you know, with, if, cause you know, you're traveling, you see family, let's go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good idea. Yeah. My daughter is coming home. My oldest daughter, Brianna, is coming home um, on Christmas Eve from college oh. for Christmas break. And she's been doing couch to 5K and yes. while she's at school. Yeah. And so her, she said, I realized, Mama, this is like my last chance, she says, while I'm at home to get a 5K in this year, which I wanted to do. So we're planning on a New Year's Eve 5K together while she's home but i know i know that she'll still be doing you know some run walk stuff so you know it's only going to be that week before the new year but and she'll be home for a couple weeks but yeah i think it's it'll be a great time and we did it last christmas too we were i was doing a streak last christmas over the christmas holiday and we would just go out and do one mile and but it was fun and the christmas lights are out and so nice. It, it does. It helps. Yeah, it's super nice to go out this time of year. Yeah. That is actually my third tip, what you just mentioned, <laughs> which was the complete opposite of everything else I've been saying about, oh, be flexible and rest. <laughs> my tip number three is plan a race. If you're traveling like Brianna is, see if oh, there's a yeah. race that you can do there. Hey, with your mom. <laughs> Maybe it's not yeah. feasible for everybody, but plan a race. Sign up for it. Um, you know, that's going to make you run. And of course, that's what Rob and I did this year was, <laughs> was signing up for Across the Years. That's what we've made our holiday kind of a destination race. So um, definitely keeping up with the running on New Year's for us. I mean, I, I definitely planned vacations around races. It's like, where do I want to go? And when do they have a marathon? Yes. Or when do they have a race? <laughs> Well, I thought about you, Melissa, when you, you know, when Brianna talked about wanting to do a a 5k while she was home before the end of the year. And then when you, and I haven't told you this yet, but um, I'm kind of a sap. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we're going to run our 5k um, at midnight and we're going to run it because I know you're going to be running um, across the year. So yeah. even though it's only 5k, we're going to be running our 5k, um, with you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Let's all do it. <laughs> then when, so, when yeah, you're done, call me, call and we'll wish each other yeah. happy new years. I'll try to keep my phone charged, carry it with me. <laughs> yeah. That'll be awesome. That'll I'll have to fix Make sure we're on the right time zone. I might like, call you at eleven That's o'clock true. and be like, "Happy New Year!" <laughs> I'll have no idea what time it is. I will. I will have no idea. I'll appreciate any and all phone calls, and I will definitely be thinking of you too while I'm out there. If I'm still even <laughs> vertical at that point, that'll be nine you'll hours. Definitely be. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. I awesome. So. Angela, do you have another tip? I do. Um, so just something simple, but I know one of the things that um, has helped me, and, and I forget that it's helpful, is to to um, 
there's lots of nice little motivational running things, you know, whether you're on Twitter or Pinterest or Facebook or whatever, and people post these lovely, you know, pictures with these inspirational things that we kind of get used to sometimes, but boy, they really do help mm -hmm. sometimes. I, I, and I forget how much they help. So just the, and I have a bunch saved on my computer and I was scrolling through them the other day, but you know, it was nice to remember that whole thing about whether it's a seven minute mile or a 14 minute mile, a mile is a mile or yeah. the whole, you know, the things about no matter how slow you go, you're still lapping the person on the couch. And yeah. some of those things get really cliche and I'm not into, you know, quotes and, you know, all that so much, mm -hmm. but they, they are, you know, find those couple little reminders about, you know, why you're doing it and, you know why you run or why you're trying to eat healthy or or whatever it is and you know i don't know print them out or keep them on your phone screen or put them on your desktop whatever it is that you look at something that just speaks to your heart and keep it in front of your eyes because the things that we feed ourselves that way become they become our thoughts and then they they feed our actions mm -hmm. so just you know whatever it is that motivates you and drives you that's a good that's one. nice mm -hmm. yeah um, I will, I will offer one more, um, which, uh, you know, it's, it's very, very simple. Um, when you think about it is that is to always carry water with you, even if it's cold out there, hydration, if, my body knows when I don't drink enough water, it's, I feel tired and lethargic and just kind of unmotivated. It really does not motivate me to go run. So I would say if you're not well hydrated, you just, it's, it's kind of makes it a little bit more difficult. So I would say, make sure you're very well hydrated during the season. It's for me, it's, it's just, it's very key. Yeah. That's a good one. I get hungry. Yeah. I get hungry when I'm thirsty Yeah, and I, I mm. think that I'm hungry. And so then I will eat usually tortilla chips. <laughs> with some guacamole yeah <laughs> guacamole oh. and some salsa so yeah and i and i have to stop myself i've been really bad this week so i'm glad you mentioned that because i have been really bad like i have my coffee and then i'll have maybe some tea in the afternoon and i get home and maybe i'll have a beer and then i think oh have <laughs> i had any just un undistilled unbrewed water today so I say that as I'm sipping my glass of water right now. <laughs> <laughs> hydrate. Yep, got to hydrate. Hydrate, yes. Okay. Does anybody else have any other tips that they can, that they like to share? I'm done. No more uh, tips. I just, I have one little tip and it was just, I guess, since you mentioned the water, kind of like food related, because of course we know there's always mm. plates of cookies and treats and Hershey's Kisses and candy canes and all of those things that we love and adore about the season. But I, um, I, I, I guess my thing is to think about, do you, do you really want whatever that thing is? Do you really want it that bad? I think sometimes we pick those things because we think other people maybe at the family dinner or at the Christmas party that we're expected to eat it. But in reality, nobody really cares if you skip the rum cake. Mm -hmm. Nobody really cares if you don't have, mm -hmm. you know, everything that's at the Christmas spread. Um, and 
so it, it, you know, if you kind of know what your goal is, I guess my thing is always pick, pick your favorite, you know, and if you're going to, ha- you know, if you, if your Christmas isn't going to be the same without a piece of pecan pie, have you a little piece of pecan pie, but don't feel like you have to have every other flavor if it's not really what you want. I think sometimes we just eat out of habit and stupid pressure and. Because everyone else is eating, you know, so then you. Exactly. Join <laughs> yeah. Yeah, join in. And really nobody else cares if you're not eating anything else. Mm-hmm. It's true. So. Very good. Very nice. Well, uh, runners definitely have their share of, uh, you know, Christmas items that they like to receive. And so, you know, we are no different. So we're going to share a few things that are on our Christmas wish list. So, uh, Melissa, let's start with you. What is your first item on your list? Um, well, can I say Rob and Will actually just left the house and I'm told they were going to buy mommy a Christmas gift. I don't know what it is. Will thought thought that I wanted a Star Wars action figure, which isn't too (laughs) far from the truth. We just saw the movie last night and I liked it. But what I think would be more useful for me is a pair of black (laughs) running shorts, just black running shorts in my size that fit me and preferably have a pocket. I just have... So much trouble finding, you know, just a, a pair of black running shorts that's going to go with any shirt that I have. It's going to be comfortable and yeah. it's going to get me through an ultra. And the shorts I have been wearing for probably 10 or 15 years have literally <laughs> fallen apart. So I am like kind of hoping it's cold at across the years because I at least have longer pants to wear, but could use some black running shorts. Very cool. And do you like like the loose kind of running shorts, or do you like like compression, like sort of tight spandexy running shorts? Just out of curiosity, I would like it to be a little bit loose. I w- honest, the shorts I was running in for years were the race ready shorts. I don't know if Angela, if you've ever used those, they were like popular in the early two oh. thousands. I think I got them at a race expo in like two thousand three and wore them forever. And they have all these pockets in them and they're great, but they have literally yeah. fallen apart. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Cause I have a friend of mine that uh, a man that I work with and one of the races that is over here, it has, it's um, the black Canyon race series. And for some reason they give out shorts at these races and he tried to give me a pair um, but he has a pair of black running shorts that has pockets all over it. And I thought they were the coolest looking because he like, you know, he stuffs his phone in one pocket and his gel in another pocket and yep. some toilet paper in another pocket. It's like a built in utility belt. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Well, good. I'll keep my eye out. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't weigh you down though with all of this well, stuff? Well, you know, like it when- kind of does. Um, in the later years, I think as the elastic was failing, I could put fewer and fewer items in the pockets. So, um, and now I usually train with a vest, like one of those hydration vests. So it's not as important, but it's still nice to be able to put chapstick and a gel and, you know, whatever else in there and not to have them be completely wild colors and wild patterns that aren't going to go with everything else that you own. Just look really weird and like give me a migraine just to look at. So (laughs) Keep it simple. I don't want to look cute out there. I just want a plain black pair of running shorts. You don't want to look cute? I don't. She can't help but look cute. I've seen her running. She looks cute. Adorable. Adorable. Thank you. 
So, Angela, what would you like Santa to bring you? Well, the top of my list is a, a garment of some sort because I feel like I should like move on to grown up um, GPS world because I track all my runs right now with RunKeeper with my phone. So I strap my phone to my arm and away I go unless I happen to have something with pockets on it. But I would like a Garmin and I don't know enough about them to know which kind I want. I've looked at, you know, mm. there's some high speed go fast ones that can tell me how deep I'm diving. But since I don't do any diving, I don't really <laughs> care about that. But I would like it to last for a long time. I'd like it to maybe have the one that has a map. So if I'm out somewhere in the dark and I get lost, mm -hmm. you know, I, maybe it would have a compass and okay. I want it to be nice to know what my pace is. And, I don't know. I could, you know, I, I would like to have one of those, I guess. Very nice. Yeah. So mine, mine is along the lines of having more of something and I need more socks. Mm -hmm. I need more running socks and I, I really need and want more of the, um, in Gingy trail mm -hmm. socks. I have the regular, like thinner, um, road socks, I guess. They're, they're a thinner fabric. Um, but I got these, the trail socks and they're like the, the toe socks. They're, they're softer. They're a little thicker. They're, um, a little more cushiony and comfy. And I probably could have used them on today's run. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I only had one and I, I set it aside to wear for tomorrow's trail run. So that, oh, that'll come in perfect. So I definitely need more socks and I would definitely need more of those socks because I wore them and they were just, you know, they fit like a glove. They were just, they were just awesome. But I don't know how they're going to feel when, I, if I wear them in the heat. Uh, but now that it's cold, it's still, you know, it's, it's, um, it, 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 they work. So we'll see how it works in the summertime, but we'll see. But those are definitely on my list. Socks. Very good. That's good. Okay. Melissa, number two. Uh, the second thing I would like is a singlet that doesn't chafe with my hydration vest. So like, I feel like all of the, the singlets that are out there for women that I keep seeing are these racer back singlets, which that's yep. awesome. If you've got a really cool shoulder tattoo that you want to show off, which maybe I do, <laughs> but not so awesome with any of the hydration vests I've found. Um, and again, I'm wearing like this singlet that I've had for years and it's falling apart just because it covers up my shoulders better and you can't see my tattoo as well, but I don't end up chafed to smithereens with my vest. <laughs> so that's like every time I go to a running store or any kind of active wear store, I'm always looking, is there a singlet? Because, you know, when it's really hot and you don't want the sleeves necessarily, but I don't want the racer back because I, I train and race with a vest usually. Gotta find yeah. that. <laughs> so, so this will uh, show my newness, I guess. So, is there any difference between what a singlet is and what a tank top is, or is it just a different word? I don't know, actually. I don't know the answer to that. Do you, Christina? Um, I thought the way it, it's, I think tank tops are a little bit like the, they're a little bit. Um, I'm thinking of like on the shoulders, a little bit uh, longer. Like uh, not longer in the sense like they cover your your arms, but lengthwise they that covers your shoulders just a little bit longer. Singlets I think have a little bit thinner. I could mm -hmm. be completely wrong, but I've always yeah. seen singlets as very thin. 
Yeah. Hmm. I'll take okay. either one just as yeah. long as I don't get yeah. shoulder chafing from the vest. <laughs> No chafing. Yep. That'll be that'll be wish list uh, to be would be no chafing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Angela, what's number two? Number two is um, some winter running pants. Mm-hmm. I have a pair of long pants, but they're pretty thin, and I have a base layer I wear under them, but they're a little bit small, so I. I, you know, I feel a little bit stiff running in them. So I would like to have a nice pair of, I don't know, just some a good pair of winter running pants or maybe some smart wool long underwear with a, a pair of running pants, you know, over the yeah. top. But it's been really cold here. We've been getting down into single digits, which is Ooh. kind of unusual for yeah. us. And so, I mean, yeah, I can, yeah. I've, I've got a three layer system I can do, but it's, I'm a fashion disaster when I go out. <laughs> That's key though. That is key. Cause I feel like I finally have good winter running pants and that helps so much when you are going out and running in the single digits just yep. to have the appropriate yeah. gear. <laughs> yeah. I had a great pair last winter and then we had a really mild winter and I was, I had them at work and I was supposed to go on a 14 mile run and it was like 60 degrees that day. And I had a mild panic attack and I, I'm like, what am I going to do? All I have is my winter pants. And so I cut them off. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I could run in now shorts. shorts. <laughs> now they're shorts. So I need, I need to replace the long winter pants that I cut off. But on the plus side, you've got a great pair of shorts. <laughs> I have a great pair of shorts with a nice pocket in them. So. There you go. Your, your gift from a gift to Melissa. Yes, I'll take I'll take your shorts. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do. Just buy winter because they're those are all black. I'll buy those and then cut them off. Which makes no sense why winter running gear is all black. Because when you're out running in the winter, it's dark out. Right. They should they should make some light colored winter running gear. Get on that. Yeah. Yeah, All but, right, Christina, what well, do you got next? I have uh I'm going to I'm going to carry on the theme of apparel and I'm going to I'm going to put in a rain jacket. Mm. I do not own a rain jacket. I don't even own a jacket. <laughs> um so cuz it never rains in LA. I right. mean it rarely ever does, but you know, we're 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 anticipating the arrival of El Nino pretty soon. At least that's what's predicted. Who knows if it actually arrives. But, you know, I kind of want to be prepared. And I, I'm completely clueless about rain jackets. Um, you know, I, I wear regular long sleeve tech shirts, but that's pretty much it. I don't have anything to, you know, um, you know, to keep off the rain. I, I, I mean, I'm completely soaked if I run in the rain. So I don't have anything. So that's definitely on my list. I mean, I'm completely clueless about it. So, you know, people have any suggestions, please let us know (laughs) of where I could look for one because I have no idea. Yeah, those really help. That's good. Rob Rob has a lot of gear. It's good that he's an ultra runner um, because I get to use his gear sometimes too. And I just kind of borrow his (laughs) and it works out. So I don't know. But they're extremely helpful when it's raining. You definitely want right. one of those. Yeah. And I think that just when it rains, I, it just prevents me from wanting to go out because I don't yeah. have anything. Yeah. I can't enjoy it like most people. 
Yeah. Good. So, Melissa, what's the final gift on your list that you want? You know, I'd like to try some hokas that actually fit me. I um, I recently bought some hokas at an REI garage sale for twenty bucks, <laughs> and I thought these were going to be uh-huh. life changing. I had I had yeah. been doing the minimalist shoe thing for years. And I was really on that bandwagon and just injury after injury after injury. And I saw these hokas there in my size, 20 bucks. I bought them, but they, um, I don't know if they're wide width or something, but my heel just like moves around a lot in those shoes. And I end up, um, my heel kind of hurts after I run in them. So those are not going to be my across the years shoes. I'm going to be running across the years in my tried and true Skechers Go Run Ultra. I love those shoes. Um, but I would like, I'm interested in the Hoka. I would think maybe I need to get a different size and see if they work better. Hmm. That's yes. it. Interesting. Very good. <laughs> Very good. And Angela, what's the final item on your list? Uh my final item is that I am planning ahead for Havelina. I want the orange mud hydra quiver vest. Mm-hmm. So I have the orange mud um hydra quiver double barrel, but they have a vest and the vest has more pocket space up front for hauling snacks. Mm-hmm. and items and um, the the water bottles are still on the back which i i love my orange mud hydration pack uh but i i want the vest because i the 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 pack i have has the zipper in the back and so i'm kind of doing a little bit of crazy yoga moves to get it stuff out <laughs> if i'm moving i mean i can take it off easy enough but i thought the vest would be good for this upcoming run so i can put lots of you know because at ultra running, I think I like because there's so many snacks involved. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can keep my snacks in the vest. So that's that's what I want Santa to bring me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, the final item I have on my list actually doesn't exist. At least I don't <laughs> think it does. Oh, no. But it's a wish list. So I'm gonna wish. I'm gonna wish that it actually existed, and it's a gift card for ultra sign up. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, right. It doesn't exist though. Wouldn't that? How awesome would that be? That should exist. That should really exist. It, it should. We should make some calls. Yeah, (laughs) we we should. Ultra sign up really needs to. You know, you can gift. You know, your favorite runner in your life with a gift card. Ultra sign up to sign up for their races. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you mean for specific races or just in general? Because let's say let's say somebody buys you a five hundred dollar gift credit. Credit. Wow, wow. They'd be my best friend. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how cool would that be? That would be that would be awesome. So that would be something that I would want. Me I'd too. want a right? Yeah. Gift credits. Gift credits. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Nice. So um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. Right? I think so. Good. Okay. So um, before we sign off, I just wanted to, again, say, mention, uh, thank you to all who have listened to, to our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and following us, you know, thank you to all our new um, Twitter followers, um, you know, and if anybody would like to follow, you can find us at ultra underscore ordinary. And you can also follow us individually. Uh, Angela, what is your Twitter name that people can follow you? I am at Angel Murph, M-U-R-F. And Melissa. Um, I'm at M-E-L-I-S-S-A underscore R-A-G-U-E-T. Nice. Okay. And I am uh, a running mess. (laughs) (laughs) But you're not, really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know why I thought of that. Anyway, (laughs) I think that's it. And I think uh, episode two is now in the books. All right. Awesome. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.